Hi, everyone. Great to have you with us on this uh, Sunday morning. Kathy Talbot, Sean LeBlanc sitting in studio with me today. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sunday morning. And uh, yeah, lots to talk about today. Um, we are going to uh, officially, we've been talking about our, our um, charity event happening uh, in April. Uh, we'll talk about that. The tickets go on sale tomorrow. So we'll tell you all the final details about that event uh, tomorrow. We're going to talk about uh, the New York Times had an article this past week. Um, it's uh, 52 places to go in 2017. And one of them is Canada. And I will tell you where we ranked on this 52 places to go in 2017 in the New York Times. Yes, Kath? Is it Amherstburg? It is no, it's Canada as a whole, oh. as a whole. It's not oh, te technically she's right because Amherstburg is in Canada. Little it, it, known it's fact. Amherstburg, yeah, LaSalle, Tecumseh, Windsor. It was not, you know, specifically mentioned. Lakeshore was not mentioned. Essex, Amherstburg, they were not specifically mentioned. The country of Canada, though, made the list. Oh my God, that's that's very vague. That, listen, it's it's the New York Times 52 places to go in 2017. The fact that we made the list is pretty cool. That's true. Don't you think? No, Castle Impressed? No, no, that's true. Okay. I, I, right. I love Canada. I hope so. It's all about Canada. Uh, and in the next segment, Kathy will actually sing the national anthem, which will be fantastic. <laughs> so make sure you tune in for that. Um, you know, we always talk about country properties and wanting country properties for buyers. Well, we have a country star who has just put up his country property for sale. And wait till you find out who it is and uh, uh, how large the property is. It's more than an acre, Kath. It's more than I one would, acre. I would imagine okay. it is. I'm going to bet that there's horses on that property oh, yeah? for sure. And water. And water. Yeah. And a truck. And a truck. A barn. A dog. <clears throat> okay. And then... <laughs> we're all out of country I'm puns. so happy I brought you guys out <laughs> today. <crick. with> <laughs> okay, we're also going to talk about improvements most homeowners get wrong. Hmm. Yes. We're going to need uh, to do a second show. We'll have to do a second show, yeah. Sean, our resident uh, handy guy, is going to uh, you know, talk about those as well. And we're going to talk about the uh, latest market update uh, for Windsor-Essex for the month of uh, February. Oh, that's right. We're in another month already. It's wow. crazy how fast time goes, eh? What happened to February? We blinked. Yep. See you later, February. See you later. Uh, and uh, yeah, but uh, aside from that, so we have lots to cover on the show today, um, you know, which is always our problem. We have too much to talk about, not enough time. Well, I'm anxious to see where the 52 places are to go because maybe our team can visit each one of them. Hey, we can have a big giant map in the office and we can start ticking them all off as we go. A road trip. Hey, as long as Dan's paying for them, I'll, I'll go anywhere. I, that goes without mentioning. It'd be a road trip. It'd be a plane. It'd be a train, truck, a boat. But yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So we'll talk about that in the next segment. But this week there was a massive celebration. It was huge. It was one of the biggest celebrations we've ever had. It was Sean's birthday. Oh, yes. I, I, I thought you were going to say when you got on the treadmill for the first time. No, there, oh, Actually, you know what? We could talk about that too because that was quite interesting. <laughs> but it was, it was Sean's birthday this week. And he was, uh, how old, Sean? 19? Uh, yes. Well, Facebook uh, says 29, but yes. I'm actually 36. 36. Holy Still a holy. baby. And he blew out all the candles in one try. What? <laughs> yep. I got a little burn on my face, though. So what'd you, what'd you do this week for your birthday? 
Well, I it was uh, so I had made a goal on my actual birthday. I was going to get up at at five thirty, and I was going to go and run. Yes, and so I and? I got out. And ran I, the, I ran, ran the end of the driveway and then back. I ran to the driveway and <laughs> it was well. I obviously I wasn't prepared to run because I got outside and uh, I'm maybe four houses down the street and my hands start freezing because I didn't have gloves. It was cold. It was yeah. It was like minus. I think it was minus five when I went out. So in my head, I'm like, oh, you should go back. Your hands are going to get way too cold. But no, I, <laughs> I I toughed it out. I just pulled my sleeves down. And uh, yeah, it was it was great. I ran uh, fifty two kilometers. Fifty two. Wow. To London and back. Oh no, sorry, five point two kilometers. Five point two kilometers. What's a decimal? Yeah. It, we, That's how, fantastic. Look at you. It felt it felt like fifty two. Did you run straight? You didn't mm. run straight. You walked and ran. Walked and ran. Um. I, the okay. So the first half. So the the first two and a half. So from our house to front road is two and a half kilometers. Yes. So I, I was able to make it all the way to Front Road. And then okay. when I got to Front Road, I thought about, well, I was hoping you were going to be on your way into the office. So you wave? To drive me back home. Yes. But uh, you weren't, so I had to run back home. What time were you running? Uh, well, I left the house at 5, uh, it was like 5.35. Yeah, I was way at the office by then. I was at the office before 5 o'clock this morning. So, uh, or this morning, on, on Thursday morning. But uh, yeah, so it's, isn't that funny? Well, talking about running, I... I'm not sure if I talked about this on the show last week, but we bought a treadmill. Yes. Um, and, you know, because Nikki's been going to the gym. She has a trainer. She's doing awesome. She loves it. I, on the other hand, I've just been busy selling real estate for years, and I, I'm too busy selling real estate. It's I, The gym is a scary Dan, place. Dan, that sounds like an excuse to me. It is an excuse. <laughs> I won't hide it. It's an excuse. And so um, we buy this treadmill, and it's one of those. It's Nordic track, and you can... Um, there's a little screen on it and you can actually use Google Maps and run anywhere in the world. Yeah, we don't use that. But um, it's there. The feature is there. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm going to try running. I haven't run, ran since I was like in grade school in track. And um, so Nick says, honey, don't worry. Just do intervals. So, you know, do um, uh, a run for 60 seconds, walk for 90. Run for 60, walk for 90. Well, I walked for 90, ran for 60, almost died. And I, anyways, I made it to 5K. I did 5K in 44 minutes and something seconds. But I'll tell you. What's that, what's that look for, Kath? Is that too long? No, no, I'm just waiting oh, to hear the rest. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't seem very impressed by my time. I, I, I don't care about the time. All I'm right. very happy that you did it. Uh, was that the one and only time you've done it? Or did so you do it far. Again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once a year doesn't cut it. Dan. I've been working a lot of hours this week. What can I say? Uh, no, once a week doesn't cut it. No. You know what you can do? Put one in your office. It's better than Sean. Sean just does it once a year on his birthday, and that's it. Oh. No, actually, I've I've ran every day since my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm so but proud of it's you, been Sean. What? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days. You've ran the last four days. Well, I I well. I ran out to the car. Yeah. <laughs> this morning. It was a little it was a little early to get out for a run. Oh boy, oh boy. Isn't that funny? Well, we're but trying. We're trying for yes. sure. Yes. Right? That's all that matters. We're trying. But uh, okay, so listen, let's take a break. Um, when we come back, we're gonna talk about these fifty-two places to go 
2017. It's ranked by the New York Times. It's a small paper. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. I have. The New York Times out in the States, you know, in New York. But uh, Canada made list. So we're going to see if you can guess where on the list Canada made its place. It's pretty cool. We're also going to talk about our charity event, uh, Country at Heart. The Dan Gems team presents Country at Heart, a huge country party at Sprucewood Winery on April 22nd. Uh, the tickets go on sale officially tomorrow, Monday, and uh, yes, yeah, so we'll tell you all about that. It's uh, we're super, we're so excited about that, hey guys! It's been uh, a huge event. It's been fun planning, and uh, we'll tell you all about that. And uh, yeah, the other stories that we we're telling you about the improvements. If I can find my paper here, improvements most homeowners get wrong. Hmm. Any any guesses, Kath? Hmm. Oh, there could be so many because there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there. Or think one, that they're handyman. There, there's quite a few on the list. One of them um, is the, when the, when you place when you replace the toilet, finding the right fit um, seal, like the wax ring. The wax ring. Yep. So, I think if I remember correctly, but yeah. And then we'll talk about the stats for uh, for Windsor Essex, the real estate stats that were just released this week, uh, and lots more. Okay, so lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot, Sean LeBlanc, sales reps with the Dan Gemma's team in studio with me today. And uh, before we get to uh, the New York Times article that ranks uh, 52 places to go in 2017, we are going to uh, talk about country property. So, Kath, Sean, people always want country lots, don't they? They sure do. All the time. We always have clients wanting country lots. uh, And they're not the easiest thing to find. If you have one, call us. Um, But... This country star has just listed his Tennessee hunting ranch. So if you have any clients looking, Kath, John, for country property, not necessarily here in Windsor, Essex, but, you know, in Tennessee, Jason Aldean ah. has some property for you. So get this. This is from Variety. Uh, the uh, busy boys at Celebrity Address, Ariel Kindly, sent word that multi-platinum selling country music superstar Jason Aldean has Jack Black Ridge, his hunting estate near Centerville, Tennessee, up for sale at a smidgen under 4.6 million bucks. The secluded spread, about an hour outside of Nashville, sprawls across more than 1,400 rolling and heavily wooded acres. 1,400, 1400 acres. acres. I wonder where he's going. How do you leave something like that? And- he's probably got multiple properties. Uh, he's probably got a couple others. Uh, 1,400 rolling and heavily wooded acres with established trail systems, numerous creeks that run year-round. Yes, you guessed it right, Kathy. You had said water. Uh, food plots for gardening and handfuls of deer stands and feeding stations for hunting deer and turkey. A truck, a dog. I'm kidding. That's not on the list. A long drive <laughs> winds... Listen, I'm a country music fan. Uh, a long drive winds through open meadows and dense um, uh, copses or copses of, of mature hardwood trees to what listing details describe as a recently renovated gentleman's lodge with six bedrooms and 5.5 bathrooms in just over 4,000 square feet. So it's a little small. <laughs> if the commute by car is too cumbersome, listing details say a helicopter can be landed on the vast lawn in front of the rustic um, lodge that's fronted by an inviting veranda with a couple of porch swings. A great room with open gourmet kitchen and reclaimed brick fireplace has 
uh, practical modeled down uh, brown tile floors, wood clad walls hung with taxidermy deer heads, and a vaulted exposed wood ceiling. Uh, bedroom and bathrooms are paneled with a variety of reclaimed wood planks and uh, tacked on to back of the lodge, a massive multi-bay garage. And carport has a built-in barbecue and smoker. Outbuildings sprinkled throughout the property provide plenty of storage for tractors, ATVs, and hunting equipment. Aldine, Jason Aldine, now married to former American Idol contestant Brittany Kerr, uh, with who? Uh, <clears throat> with, uh, with whom he admitted to having an inappropriate contact with while he was still married to his wife. What? This, okay. this quickly turned into what a TMZ this? topic. Right, exactly. Yeah. Additionally, maintains a 120-acre property estate in Columbia, Tennessee, that he picked up for uh, in early 2016 for 5.35 million bucks. He's Let's losing. Say, he's losing. Jeez. Why he doesn't have the Dan Gemma's team working for him? Clearly, listing details from the time of the purchase show the estate's a luxurious mansion has six bedrooms and 8.5. Oh no, sorry, this is the other property, Kath. That's worth 5.35. What other property? Weren't you listening? No. Are you with us this morning? (laughs) I'm sure the audience was listening, though. It's okay. Uh, The listing details from the time of the purchase show the estate's luxurious mansion has six bedrooms and 8.5 bathrooms in more than 9,500 square feet. So are you regretting not uh, following through with your country music uh, career? I should have, obviously. I could have, you know, bought this thing, but... You still have lots of time. Hey. Yeah, get started at up. our uh, charity event. Our charity event. We'll tell you all about that in just a few minutes. But an article came out this week uh, in the New York Times. 52 places to go in 2017. There are thousands of getaways to explore this year. Here are some ideas to get you started. So the New York Times ranked 52 places to go in 2017 for Americans. And Canada made the list. Now... From 1 to 52, where do you think we ranked? 12. Kath? 30. Wrong, wrong. We ranked first. No. Yes. A northern neighbor is a world to explore. Canada's huge, the second largest country by area. It's also a world unto itself with cosmopolitan uh, cities, barely explored natural wonders, and everything in between. And this is the year to visit in honor of the 150th anniversary of its confederation when the original colonies came together as one country. Canada's rolling out the welcome mat. All the country's more than 200 national parks and historic sites are offering free admission through the year. Uh, from the turquoise lakes and mountains, uh, mountain peaks, um, uh, of Banff in Alberta to the rolling dunes and red sandstone cliffs of um, Prince Edward. Uh, thank you, Andrew. He's pointing out another one. I'll, I'll mention that sure in a second. Uh, cliffs of Prince Edward Island along the Atlantic coast to the newest reserve. Uh, the glacial-rounded um, Amelia Mountains in Labrador. Meanwhile, in the capital, Ottawa, a full year of celebration is planned. More events will be on uh, offer in Montreal and Montréal, uh, which turns 375 years old. Uh, and did we mention the exchange rate? A weak Canadian dollar means American travelers get more for their money. So 2017 offers an ideal time to go north. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Canada made first on 52 places to go in 2017 in the New York Times. Um, how's my timing, Andrew? We've got uh, a few minutes left here still. Okay, we're still okay. So a couple other places to make mention. I won't go through all the, you know, the list. It's a big list. But uh, Chile made number two. Uh, India... Uh, Agra, India, um, made number three. Um, Switzerland made number four. Um, Botswana. I've always wanted to go to Botswana. 
No idea where it is. Where's Botswana? Old lines, new digs in the heart of Okavango. South Africa. South Africa? Oh, South Africa. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, now, n- number nine, Detroit, Michigan. That shocked me. Detroit's revitalization after its 2013 bankruptcy filing has long been building. In 2015, it was named um, a UNESCO City of Design, but 2017 may be the year promise becomes reality. The new Q-Line streetcar is expected to open in April, connecting the central Woodward Avenue corridor, some 3.3 miles between downtown and the revived new center area. It passes through uh, Midtown, home to the Detroit Institute of Arts and the entertainment-focused district Detroit, where a stadium opening this fall will be shared by the Detroit Red Wings and in return from the suburbs, the Detroit Pistons. That's kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the, the well, the Pistons have been in Auburn Hills forever. Yeah. So I mean, it was always a pretty big inconvenience to have to travel up the road. But now, literally, you go across town. I think it's the only major sports town where every single major team is is located uh, within the epicenter of the downtown. Do we know Sean what's happening with uh, with the Palace? So the, well, the Palace will stay just pretty much just a concert venue. venue. And I, I think there's I, there used to be the I thought the Vipers played there. Yeah, it's like an yeah. AHL hockey yeah. team or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a great concert venue. Cool. Sorry, Kath. Uh, Hamburg, Germany, number 10. This is the 52 places to go in 2017, ranked by the New York Times. Uh, Morocco, number 11. Uh, Greenville, South Carolina, number 12. Um, Ecuador, 13. Um, Something in England. (laughs) Andrew, I don't know. His old, uh, you know, stomping grounds made number 14. Osaka, Japan, number 15. Stockholm, Sweden. I've never, I'd love to travel the world. You know, one of these days, we will do it. Kath, you did a um, a river cruise last year, 2016. How was that? It was to die for. Would you, and you do it again, obviously? Absolutely. Some, do you remember some of the places you stopped in? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite was Prague. Yes. We actually started in Prague, and we didn't want to leave. It was fabulous. We went to Germany. We went to Austria. Uh, we went to um, Budapest. It was it was absolutely fabulous. It's my first trip to Europe, and I'm going back in September. I can't wait. I've been to Paris in high school. We did a trip to Paris. That was you know 20 whatever years ago. It was a long time ago. Um, I just remember Paris as being dirty and um, not not the cleanest place. Um, you know that's I've heard that too Paris. from yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. But. Isn't that, isn't that something? So there you go. That's the, uh, you know, just a few of the 52 places to go in 2017, ranked by the New York Times in Canada, made number one. That's that's pretty cool, I think. Um, you know, and we've been working hard in this country to, you know, get some attention from the Americans, and this is definitely going to uh, going to help. But when we come back, let's talk about a couple other segment, uh, sex, uh, things, I should say, or segments. Uh, we're going to talk about improvements most homeowners get wrong. That's a few things there. We're going to talk about our um, our uh, Country at Heart. The Angemis team presents Country at Heart, our huge charity event uh, to benefit the ICU department at Windsor Regional Hospital, uh, happening on April 15th. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. We'll tell you about that. April 22nd. Uh, 22nd, sorry. April 22nd. Thank you, Kath. April 22nd. And uh, we are going to talk about the um, the most recent uh, stats from the Windsor Real Estate um, Association. So Windsor-Essex uh, County of Association of Realtors. I'll get this right some, at some point. They just changed name on us. It's still early. It's still early. But uh, we'll talk about that, okay? Lots more to come right here on the Dan Gemis Real Estate Show. 
Welcome back. Kathy Talbot, Sean uh, LeBlanc in studio with me today, sales reps with the Dan Gemma's team. And uh, let's talk about some improvements most homeowners get wrong. Now, Sean, you've done lots of home improvements throughout the years before you retired when you came onto the team. Yes. Um, typically, what kinds of things do people make the biggest mistakes? I know yeah, you probably haven't had a good chance to go through this list, um, but what types of problems do people most run into um, when they're trying to do you know, DIY stuff? Okay, um, the, the major thing is the finishing touches. So trim, yeah. painting, Drywall. The stuff people actually see. Yeah, the, st the stuff you see. Most people, they get a lot of energy when they start a project yep. and things start going really good. Swing the and hammer, tear things down. It starts uh, It starts waning on a lot of people. I know when I was doing renovations, the, the last week, you're just, you know, you just want to get done. You yes. want to get out of there. But really, the, the finishing touches are the things where you need to be the most meticulous. And that's where I find uh, where people make the most mistakes. So this is why I'll keep selling real estate and I won't fix it. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, uh, drywall mudding, yes. it, it takes years to master that art. And there's so many houses we go into where yeah, you can see you can yeah. see on the ceiling or yeah. on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, paint is another one. Everybody thinks they're a Picasso, but they're really just, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody blind who paints. I'm awesome with the roller. It's cutting that. I just, I'm just, I, I'm horrible at it. I have to use tape. And it, the, inevitably, the, the paint always bleeds through the, the side of the tape, and it's just a disaster. Every time. That's why we have Joe. That's why we have Joe from Panko, yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Okay, so let's go through some of these uh, some of these improvements that most homeowners get wrong. So uh, roughing the rough-in. When uh, replacing a toilet, make sure your new fixture fits the old space. One of the most common mistakes that rookie renovators make is forgetting to measure the rough-in size. That's the distance between the toilet's uh, bolt caps on the floor and the finished wall. The standard measurement is 12 inches, but in some older homes, it could be 10 or even 14 inches. Always measure beforehand so you can be sure to replace a toilet that will fit and save yourself a whole lot of trouble in the process. And toilets are heavy and are a pain. They bring in from the store, and next thing you know, you put it on the floor, and whoops, bring it back. Or you, if you drop it and crack it, then yes. yeah, you're starting off at zero again. Have you done that? Uh, nope, nope. Luckily, nope. I've been pretty good. Right. Only, the only thing, actually, the only thing I ever really broke uh, while renovating, somebody asked me to uh, install a TV for them. And I dropped the TV and smashed it. No! Yeah, and I, had to re and I, I replaced, replaced it. Replaced it, obviously, yeah. yeah. Next! Who wants to go next? Anybody? I will go next, but I'm skipping some. Okay, that's fine. I'm going fine. to the ones I like. That's fine. Okay, miscalculating cabinets and appliances. If your kitchen renovations involve new cabinets and new appliances, take heed. If you're not careful, you may run into one problem that most homeowners never even consider. After the cabinets have been installed, you may find out that your new standard depth refrigerator extends beyond the cabinet case. And that's a big inconvenience in an otherwise smartly designed kitchen. So be sure to take all the proper measurements before ordering your appliances and consider choosing a counter depth refrigerator for a better fit. And I've seen that in a lot of kitchens where the fridge sticks out too far. Ours does. Does it? Yeah, and never... you designed that too. Huh? That says it all. I didn't design the our, our current house. Yes. I'd love to design it, but I don't mind it. I, I've never actually paid that It depends. It, it depends. depends where it's at and how far it sticks out. Well, it sticks out. out like, I don't know, four inches maybe? Yeah, but you can inches. get get them right flush. I know. It looks really... yeah. Okay, you didn't like mine. Okay, go ahead, Sean. You should have picked a different one, Kath. It's a tough room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, um, choosing the wrong drywall. After renovation, the last thing anybody wants is a paper-thin wall yeah. that provides no barrier to sound at all. To ensure this never happens to you, choose the correct thickness of drywall. Most inexperienced DIYers use a one-quarter inch thickness, but three-eighths is usually wiser. Uh, really, in, well, this must be an American paper because in Windsor, in Canada, we have half-inch drywall or yeah. we have five-eighths drywall. Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, the, the there is a difference. Five-eighths drywall is really what we consider fire-rated drywall. It's yes. what you would use on a ceiling in between, uh, say, a duplex or something. Right. Or uh, if you're looking for an extra boost in sound barrier, you'd use the thicker drywall. Yes. Otherwise... Really, we're just using the half-inch drywall. Right. Uh, really quick on drywall, a lot of people think you can just use regular drywall in every single space. No. But in reality, in things like bathrooms, there are there's special moisture, rated drywall, yeah. moisture you know moisture barriers. There's uh, special drywall for basements that are more resistant to to moisture. So yeah, definitely the right drywall makes all the difference, uh, especially when it comes down to which room we're going into. Well, look at that. Um, what's next? Ne uh, neglecting the work triangle. One of the most coveted items in any kitchen renovation is an expensive island. Many homeowners, however, have to learn the hard way that not all spaces can accommodate this feature. In a small kitchen, an island may prove an obstacle to prep and organization, not a boon. There should be at least 42 inches of clearance from the island to the nearest countertop. Measure your space before planning your renovation. Uh, if there isn't enough room for an island, or if it will interfere with the work triangle, uh, the imaginary lines running from the sink to the stove to the refrigerator, then make a new plan. And you, you can see, you can get um, some um, smaller um, removable uh, islands on yeah. wheels or that kind of thing to kind of give you that extra workspace, but not take up all that all that space. Kath, would you pick this time? Overlooking is that, is that a good one? <laughs> <laughs> overlooking the ceiling. Yes. And until I got into real estate, I never paid attention to ceilings. Sure. <laughs> but when you're planning to remodel, don't forget to look up. The ceiling is one of the most overlooked areas in any rental, and ignoring it can be a costly mistake. Keep in mind that all electrical work for overhead lighting must be finished before installing any ceiling tiles. That's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? Never. Okay. You can tell I'm not <laughs> a do-it-yourself. There's never no and renovations, yeah. And look at this one. Likewise, check with your locality before you begin any project that may affect the height of your ceiling because many localities require that ceiling heights meet a standard minimum. Uh, Is that true? Yes. Yeah, so uh, if it's a rental in a basement, there is a minimum requirement for height. And for something to be zoned, a uh, like a duplex for a lower unit, they mm -hmm. actually measure from the road. So it's a certain height from the road that the unit has to be for you to have that designation of, uh, of legal. How many uh, properties have you shown, Sean, that are rented out, students, whatever? Well, the ceilings legal. are incredibly low. And I can walk in any basement. Yeah. Any basement. Yeah, those are crawl spaces. No, no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but I could walk in almost any basement of any house I show, and I never hit my head. Yeah. Never. And everybody teases, you know, oh, these ceilings are really low. I'll go, well, four oh, foot I, ten. I don't think they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in one the other day. I felt sorry for the student that had that basement rental. Yeah. It was like a little teeny cube box again, with a, a low A lot ceiling. of them are illegal. That's the problem, oh, I know. Right? Yeah. I know. I'm yeah. just oh, commenting. The, the majority, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Absolutely. Sean? 
Okay, going organic. Basements are naturally moist and poorly ventilated, and this means basement renovations require some special considerations. All too often, DIYers make poor flooring choices for the basement, opting for organic materials like wood, bamboo, and cork. In damp conditions, these floorings are subject to mold, buckling, and damage. Mm -hmm. Instead, consider ceramic, tile, yeah. vinyl, linoleum, which can stand up to the moisture. You know, obviously we own um, Doobie's Home Center, which sells a lot of flooring. It's that's its main business there right now. And um, what I can tell you, Windsor Essex, the majority of people are putting carpet in basements. Carpet is has always been warm. In older houses, though, where you do have that, you know, that moisture issue with block foundations, you know, people are typically doing, you know, the LVT, some tile. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right. Hardwoods. Some people try and put hardwood in the, in the basement. You should not put hardwood in the basement. Um, you know, unless you have a subfloor, right? Yeah, like but there's even, there's specially designed uh, floors yes. that allow you to do uh, to do hardwood. But what we see is laminate, yeah. where they're actually, you know, they're just putting the regular foam down. Yes. So they're thinking that's their that's their normal barrier, but yeah. they actually have a special foam for laminate that is a moisture barrier. It's yeah. moisture rated, so you can definitely have that in your basement. But yeah, we see that all the time because what people don't realize is every basement the cement will emit moisture it doesn't course, matter if it's course. if it's brand new or yeah. if it's an older house so we need a barrier to stop that moisture and obviously if we uh, don't do that then the floor is the first thing that's going to be affected you got it uh what am i going to do next here let's take a look at um um, let's do a couple more, guys. Um, uh, choosing fiberglass insulation. When insulating a basement ceiling, some homeowners make the mistake of installing fiberglass insulation, the same kind commonly used in upper-level floors. Because this material is not moisture-resistant, however, is a poor choice for basements and could lead to mold behind the gym, uh, the rim joists. Not the gym joists. <laughs> if your next project includes insulating the basement, consider spray foam instead. Now, I know that's th the, the government's made some uh, recent changes to code, uh, and spray foam is, uh, is really starting to get big. Well, spray foam so big because you don't need to do a vapor barrier yep. after you do spray foam. Yep. So it, it doubles as, uh, as your, your barrier, so you're locked in. There's no way you can have any airflow come through. That's cool. Ta-da. Kath? It's really expensive, though. Uh, it's not as... No, That's no, what I was... It's come down a lot. It's come down a lot, yep. Oh. Yeah, it's come down a lot. Kath? Backsplashes. Yes. That's always... You know what? Go ahead. Everybody's into backsplashes yes. now, and they're getting yes. fancier and fancier. Yep. Anyway, if you want to save money on your kitchen reno, tiling your own backsplash is a great move unless it's done improperly. Inexperienced do your do-it-yourselfers often start often start tiling at one end of the wall and work towards the other side. And when you do it this way, this can result in an uneven or odd angle that looks amateurish at best. To ensure a straight line when laying your own tile, start from the center of the wall and work your way from each side. Using this method, you'll find that your cuts will be the same on all sides of your project. I would not have realized that. Okay, really quick. I hope my wife's not listening, but when we bought our new house, she tried to surprise me and get the backsplash done. Now, this is obviously something I had planned no, wait for. Wait a sec. I'm sure she gave you your birthday present on your birthday, correct? Uh, of course. So you already have your birthday present? Yes. That's okay, already, go, yeah. Continue with the story. Sorry. Yeah. I'm already taking care of it. <laughs> so she hired somebody to come in to do the backsplash to surprise me. How I, nice. Uh, yeah. It's a thought that counts, Sean. It was not. Oh. It was not. Because there's... 
I'm a little anal, but Sean, there's, there's. I mean, Kath, you've got perfectionist Sean uh, Handyman here, and his wife hires a handy guy, another guy, to come and do the work that I'm sure he would have loved to have done himself. But yeah. go ahead. No, yeah. Note to ladies listening, if, you're, if your man is handy and he likes doing things, they hate when another person comes in to do a job that they can do. I don't care if it takes us two years. Eventually, <laughs> we're going to get to it. Maybe that was her <laughs> that point. That was the problem, exactly. <laughs> we, we got to the root of the issue. But there, there are uh, four tiles that are out of place, and they're, they're crooked. Oh, and they nuts. drive you crazy and now. Oh, every yeah. day... I see, see these it. tiles out of place, and it drives me crazy. Can it not be fixed? Yeah, I could rip the whole thing down and redo it myself. No, seriously, you have to rip the whole thing down? Oh, yeah. Oh. They're glass tiles. <laughs> hey, so, I, I know a good realtor could put a for sale sign in front of the house, and you could buy something else. <laughs> I'm concerned that the market value for the house is, is so low because now of because tile. of the oh, tile for job. God's sake. So Tanya cost you... Thousands and thousands of dollars by having that handy guy do the backsplash in your in your house. It's uh, oh, it's it's bad bad news. Okay, so note to Tanya: no more backsplash surprises. No more handyman. Period. No, yeah, no more handyman <laughs> surprises. Period. Well, well, well. There you go. That's uh, that's Sean's tip of the day. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, let's tell everyone about our event coming up on April twenty second. The Dan Jemis Real Estate Team presents Country at Heart, a uh, big, massive country party to benefit uh, Windsor Regional Hospital's intensive care unit. So we'll tell you about that when we come back. And we're also going to go over the most recent uh, real estate market stats for Windsor-Essex. We'll tell you how the market's doing um, so far this year and uh, what to expect. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the show. Uh, before we get to our um, next topics here, uh, some listings we want to mention. Kath, do you want to go first? Yes, we just listed the most fabulous townhouse in all of Windsor-Essex on yes, Gatwick. It's gorgeous. 2279 Gatwick. It's out of a magazine. It is. It's over 1,800 square feet. It's the largest one in the whole area. It is done like... How do you describe it? You can't even describe it. It's so beautiful. The basement is completely finished. The, the kitchen in the basement is almost as fabulous as the kitchen on the main. There's, there's dens and sitting areas and open it's concept and extra wide driveway. And anyway, the list is endless, I've but never seen call like us about it. It's really awesome. Like it. It's, first of all, we had a, uh, a broker open uh, house on, uh, on Friday. Um, the food, okay, Marg is awesome at everything. She's awesome at decorating. Yes. She had some food there for the realtors coming in to take a look at the property. I know. it's. I was hoping e she'd be here this morning with us. Oh, we should have asked her. We should have that asked might her have to been come and stop in. <laughs> we'll have to get you on the show one day, Mark. Yes, most definitely we will. But uh, yeah, what a fun time. Sean, you also have one that uh, you want to mention on Mickle? Yes. So uh, 78 Mickle, right down the street from Ducks on the Roof. Yes. So after you buy Ducks on the Roof, you yep. can go right down the street and buy 78 Mickle. So four bedrooms, one and a half baths. It's been completely redone. It's got a beautiful gas fireplace. There's some amazing light that comes in. You walk in, it's literally lit up like a Christmas tree with just natural light. Uh, it's literally finished perfectly. We've got an open house there, 12 to 2. Okay. There's already uh, a ton of buzz coming in. We've had so many people come through the house, so great. we're expecting uh, a great turnout and and really, you know, you're you're in for a treat. You've got beach right access there, so you can literally walk right down the street and go enjoy some waterfront, which is very rare in our little town. How awesome! Cool. Okay, listen, 
Um, the last three years, the Dan Gemma's team has hosted our huge indoor charity yard sale. We raised over $25,000 for local charities in the last, uh, in the last couple of years, with that charity yard sale. This year we are starting a brand new event. Um, and people still call us asking us about the yard sale. The yard sale is not happening this year. We have this new event happening now. It's going to be our new annual event. The Dan Gemma's real estate team presents country at heart, a huge country party to benefit uh, Windsor regional hospitals, intensive care unit. So, um, it's basically just like, like we say, it's a big country party. Um, it's our take on the, on the charity galas, but you know, don't dress up, come in your jeans and your boots. Um, you know, bring a cowboy hat. Heck, we don't care. Um, there are huge 22 foot barbecues coming, um, chicken ribs, um, baked potato bar. There's all kinds of salads being served. There's a s'mores bar. Candy bar. A candy bar. That's not your... a not a candy bar, like a giant candy bar. Not a big giant oh. Mars but bar. A, no, it's going to be a, like a, a candy table bar, yeah, full of, of candy. candy. With candy. That's where you'll find Sean and I. Yes. Uh, all night. Um, and yeah, like it's just, you know, there's going to be music by uh, Adam Butcher. Uh, he'll be playing uh, during the, um, uh, the pre-dinner, uh, pre-entertainment. And then the headlining act after dinner to party and dance night away is Ashley Lynn and the Spurs. So it's going to be an absolute blast. It's just going to be a nice, relaxed event, um, and you know we're going to have a good time. We're excited for it. Great cause, folks. Yes. You never ever know in this life if you're going to need to be in intensive care, oh. or if someone in your family is going to be intensive it care. Yeah. So come and support this fabulous cause. Yes. Tickets are going to be uh, they're going to sale tomorrow. Actually, they're eighty five dollars. Uh, you can find information at countryatheart.ca. You can uh, there's a uh, a Facebook page, Country at Heart. Uh, if you search that, we'll also have a link from our Facebook page on the team, our website, that kind of thing. You'll, you'll find all uh, the information everywhere. You can call our team, 519-566-5565. I also want to mention we have a whole bunch of sponsors, um, you know, and, and, and thank you in part to Tilbury Concrete, Milson Law, RBC Royal Bank, uh, and uh, RBC uh, and Kyle Lusher um, Mortgage Team with RBC. And uh, Amherstburg, um, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, thank you to them. We have a whole slew of, of, um, of sponsors. Without them, this would not be happening. So thank you to all of you. Um, and, uh, yeah, so give us a call. The, it's going to be so much fun. And, uh, yeah, tickets on sale officially tomorrow. We're expecting it to sell up pretty quick. So Sprucewood Winery is where the event's happening. Um, you know, I think we're going to have a challenge having a venue big enough in the coming years. Uh, to hold, uh, you know, to hold the crowd. So we're excited about it. Uh, the Dan Gemis Real Estate Team presents Country at Heart, a big giant country party to raise money for the ICU. Okay, so that's exciting. So before we wrap up, uh, let's talk about the most recent stats. Uh, the market activity uh, in February was down. The amount of houses listing was down a tad, pretty much even with last year, but it was down 3.69%. I think it was just less than 20 houses listed uh, in, the, in that month versus uh, a year ago. Um, sales, actually, listings are up year over year. Um, we saw, we've seen 1,188 homes listed uh, this year versus uh, just over 1,100 last year. So we're seeing more houses listed this year, um, you know, but still not enough. So that's good. Sales in February were up 12.59%. Uh, year to date, they're up 11.04%. So we saw 845 sales um, sell last month versus 761 in February of uh, 2016. It just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. 
The average price last month was up 18.16%. Uh, in February of 2016, the average price was just shy of 209000 This past month, the average price was two hundred forty, almost $247,000. It's a huge jump. It's a big jump. It's a huge jump. But again, one sec. Let me let me explain that in a second as well. Um, the average price, yeah, year to date is two hundred thirty-four thousand dollars. Okay, I'm rounding these numbers off to make it uh, a bit easier. Now, one number that was surprising is the high-end uh, sales number. So, in the mid-range, in the you know um, one hundred under one hundred sixty thousand. Um, the two hundred to three hundred thousand dollar range; those numbers pretty much stayed even with the amount of sales um, happening. When you get to over half million dollars, last February we saw six sales over half million dollars. This past month, thirty sales over half million dollars. That, folks, is what is driving up a lot of the average price. Yes. So that's what we always have to remind people because everyone thinks that they're. No, don't get me wrong; the average price is is going up in, in every in every price range, but the fact that we saw 24 more sales over half a million dollars sell last month is obviously increasing that that average price range as well. It's a, it's a huge number. It's a huge number. The busiest uh, locations uh, in Windsor for let's take a look for sales. We saw Central Windsor downtown, East Windsor, and West Windsor have the um, highest number of sales. And the county Lakeshore, LaSalle, Leamington, and Kingsville saw the highest amount of sales. With Lakeshore at, at the top, 34 sales last month. LaSalle Leamington were tied at 33. Kingsville, 25 sales hmm. last month. But pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting when you see the figures in, right in front of you like that. Like the overall yes. really gives you the whole picture. Yeah, it's fun to see as the year goes on, as the, you know, as the, because the year-to-date numbers are, are the best numbers to look at. It's every month it kind of jumps all over the place, right? Well, the question we get asked all the time is, you know, when when are things going to slow down? Mm-hmm. When are things going to slow down? When should we wait? Should we wait? Well, you never know. You it, never know. The, we don't have a crystal ball. You should always, you know, the market is as hot as it's. I can't see getting much hotter. I, I you know, we've been saying that for years. But well, I mean, we talked to uh, I talked to a realtor that's been in the business for almost fifty years. Yeah, and he said I've never ever seen this. seen a, yeah. a market like this in this in this area. Unbelievable. Okay. Let's, uh, there's your stats. Let's come back and wrap up the show just after this right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show.
Welcome back. Uh, again, thanks for listening today. Uh, Kathy Talbot, Sean LeBlanc, thank you for joining us in the studio today. Always a pleasure, right, Sean? Thank you. You're is welcome. It, is it always a pleasure, Kath? Always. 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 All right. Just making sure. If you are thinking of buying or selling, the Dan Gemmis team would love to help. You can uh, find us online, dangemis.com. You can call us, 519-566-5565. Don't forget, tickets go on sale for uh, the Dan Gemmis Real Estate Team uh, event, uh, the charity event, Country at Heart, happening at Sprucewood Winery to benefit the ICU uh, on April 22nd. You can go online, find information there, or give us a call. We'll, uh, we'll help you there as well, okay? Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye.